But but I tell you now that you know by the end of this year we should get double salary. So you should probably go talk to HR now that it's January and get yourself in by March. I like it. I like the way you think, kid. Here we go. I like the way you I think, know. kid. I know you do. <laughs> Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after a nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You have selfish, ignorant citizens. You're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. No, no, no. Wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. 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 Okay, hi, guys. Welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith, your host as usual. The other guy isn't here today, and he's never going to be here because I'm all you have. I'm here joining the studio with Sahira David, who laughs at my jokes. No, you I, heard I have laugh. to correct you, Sahira. Sahira. You have to say it like that, because that's what it is. Sahira. Mm-hmm. Sahira. It's like one, it's like one letter, Sahira. Sahira. Like, you don't make it sound sexier than how it's spelled, and that's the thing, that's the thing that gets <laughs> but it's me. Spanish, it's Spanish, everyone. Listen, if you type my name, you know, Google has this um, voice, voice. over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Type my name in Google and put Spanish, you'll hear. So if I put English, they're going to say Sahira? Yeah, them nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, right? Anyway, we're here with Sahira, who is a mm-hmm. senior youth officer for the for the Department of Youth Empowerment, and you're also the ambassador for. No, I am the the Caricom Youth Ambassador liaison, liaison. for St. Kitts and Nevis. Man, mm-hmm. buy the manga big title in your back. Yeah. <laughs> make me feel like me ain't accomplished nothing with no, me. No, man, you accomplished so much. All life, me entire life ain't mm-hmm. got nothing to do with no liaise and nothing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so guys, we're here and we, what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be talking about families. We're going to mm-hmm. be talking about raising her little girl, mm-hmm. the beautiful, the most talented Sakili. <laughs> Who is just a gem? Oh my God! I've never I've met this young lady once, and she will never remember me because it was only one beard singular time. Mm-hmm. And also, we're gonna talk about motherhood, and we're gonna talk about tough choices and things that Sahida had to do, all right. and things that she had to endure. You know, even for a little bit. All right. So, Sahida, as usual, we do a little game. We call it Fact or Fiction. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you five statements, and you're going to tell me if you think they are true or if they are false. All okay. right? No, it's five statements, so if you, if you get three out of five, you win the game. I'm just going to say, if you go, so this is to test to see if I don't? No, because okay. these facts here are kind of wild. Okay. Like when I said that, like, they're kind of random. Okay. Uh, let's let's go. It. All right, let's go. Number one. The first oranges were green. The first oranges were green. True. True or false? You're going to win this game. You don't know what I could tell. <laughs> but hey, this is no Come fear. You know, on, no fear. I like winning. Ain't no fear let's because go. she know me. Mm, let's go. I can poke her face on me. I told me back. Okay, okay, son. I joke, okay, I can't talk about Yes, it's true. Okay. The first oranges were green. The original oranges from Southeast Asia were tangerine pomelo hybrid, mm-hmm. and they were actually green. Mm-hmm. In fact, oranges in warmer regions like Vietnam and Thailand, Thailand, still stay green through maturity. Imagine awesome. that crap, right? Okay, second one. You're on a roll, one of one. <laughs> Scotland has six words for snow. True or false? Scotland has six words for snow. You know what? I'm going to say true. It's actually false. Ah! Scotland has 421 words for snow. What? 400. 
And see me there saying that and it's true because, because I know, you know, you know, we got with the electron and with this tongue and with that. And so I say, I got a lot of words for snow. But Four wow, wow. 121. All right. Some examples are snizzle to start raining or snowing, fifal to swirl. <laughs> I guess that means when oh, snow swirls. Okay. And fin flick, flink drinking. You gotta a be kidding me. A light show, a light snow, a light snow. Flink, what? Flink, flink drinking. Guys, I can't spell this all this way because this is crazy. All right? Okay. All right, so one of two, let's go. <laughs> Number three. Mm-hmm. Octopuses lay, I think it's supposed to be octopi. Anyway, okay. octopuses lay 56,000 eggs at a time. Octopuses lay 56,000 eggs at a time. True or false? Oh. Like I could phone a friend? No. They ain't got no lifelines. We ain't got a kind of... Like Squidward never even had no kids. Squidward, yeah. Uh, he was impotent, man. Got, got uh, I think also Squidward was gay. But, you know, let's just move on. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It just, I just had that feeling. False. It's true. Uh, the mother spends six months so devoted to protecting the eggs that mm-hmm. she doesn't eat. The babies are the size of a grain of rice when they are born. Wow. That's crazy, right? Would wow. you spend six months not eating to protect Sakili? Okay, let's not go there. Right. <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> you will die. You will die in, in, in a die. week. In exactly. a week. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Okay, so number four. So, so far, we are one of three. All right. So, so far, one of three. So, number four. Cows don't have upper front teeth. Wow. True or false? Cows don't have upper front teeth. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, but easier, easier time. Uh, I feel these were easy until I started saying yeah, it's like, it's like I could see one chewing in my head right now. Uh-huh. Upper front teeth. I'll say it again. Cows don't the, have upper front teeth. True or false? False. It's true. They do have molars on the top back of their mouths, though. Where you would expect upper incisors, cows, sheep, goats have a thick layer of tissue called dental pad. Wow. They use that with their bottom teeth to pull out grass. Wow. You're going to get me searching in a cow mouth. I, I need to see. I go, go look for it. I got to see. I looked at some images and I, they didn't have any. They wow. had like teeth on the bottom and all of the teeth look like molars for grinding. Okay. But they don't have top. I didn't see any top. Hmm. All right. So the last one. Avocados were named after an Aztec chief who discovered they were edible. Avocados were named... After an Aztec chief who discovered they were edible. True or false? <laughs> Stevie. Okay. okay, false. You're right, it's false. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and why do you think it's false? Because what were avocados named after? This is, this is not, this is for nothing. I'm just asking. Okay. Avocados were named after the reproductive organs. Indigenous people of Mexico and Central America used nahotal, nahotal, or however you pronounce that word, Mm -hmm. um, used the nahotal word ahocatl to mean Ah. both testicles and avocado. The fruits were originally marketed as alligator pears in the United States until the current name stuck you don't do something like that to somebody like me like the next time i got avocado i'm gonna be looking at it like you know it's balls 
you 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 just mentally messed me up. It it is like it is wow. It is wow. long balls too sometimes. You, big big balls. Big long balls. Wow. All right, so let's talk about perspective. Now we started talking about you you saying that you you were in technology mm-hmm. before and only when Sakili was born. When was Sakili born? December 28, 2009. If you did forget that, you would have feel bad? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> her birthday just gone and it was Unicorn Galore. Uni, that's that she animal? Unicorn Galore. Oh, boy. She's into Unicorn. I mean, over the years, her birthdays have been every little thing that she has. Unicorns have been the longest running, uh, running, running interest, yeah, interest. Mm-hmm. for her. Yep. December the 28th, 2008, mm-hmm. I was... 2008 or 2009? 2008. 2008. Mm-hmm. I was uh, doing Miss St. Kitts. I was first run up Miss St. Kitts on that day. You know, just a, a year before. I mean, Stevie, trust me, my, my journey has been a long one. But one that... If I had to do it again, I can't change. No, because I, I because can't. she's but then how that work out? Because you would have been pregnant during the time that you were first runner up, no? Yes. Mm-hmm. So how 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 would that? Okay, so let's go inside the soap now. Let's do this. Okay then. This. So uh-huh. when I found out about Sakili, it would have been I had a month left before I was gonna leave for Taiwan. Mm-hmm. I got a scholarship mm-hmm. and so I was already in pack mode. I was in pack mode, buy mode, buy you know? Mode. Yeah. And everything. And uh, when I found out about her, I did not know what to do. Mm-hmm. At that point, like, you know, those two angels that are come on top of your shoulder, the, the good and the bad? Yeah. They were there. I would be lying if I did. If I came here and I said, "Oh my God, I did not think about not doing this," yeah. mm-hmm. because of course I thought about it. It's an option. I exactly, uh-huh. and it was an easy option. Her dad's a pharmacist, so she could have just given me a pill for me headache, straight right? Up, straight Look, up, straight you know, up. we good. Here's to a paracetamol. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we would have been good to go. Uh-huh. Man, Stevie, when I went and I saw the ultrasound, because we went, we, we we I really, I truly. Never knew what was going on. As far as I know, my body never changed and I was good. Uh, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. Mm. But I was two months. You're two months in? Mm-hmm. I was two months in and I was like, wow. I saw the little thing inside there with a heartbeat. She looked like a little bean. Mm. I did not communicate with anybody that afternoon. I took a long drive, a path home. Mm. I went uh, I reached as far as St. Paul's. I went on the St. Paul's playing field. I saw some clouds, uh-huh. and I just pretended they were Jesus. You understand? And Jesus. I said, listen, it was like that. It was so you, like that. But Tim, what you, when you went there, because St. Paul's like a lot of man on the field. No, like, nobody was there. God. No. <laughs> listen, you should see your face. God. <laughs> but Pure trust God. me, uh-huh. nobody was over there. And I just drove on the field, and I was talking to the clouds, and I was like, do this. Because, let me tell you something about society, eh? Mm-hmm. They could hammer some things in your you head. Mean? Like, the fear of it. Mind you, you know, the fear wasn't even, oh, yeah, I'm getting a baby. And the fear was like, wow, how, how society going to massacre me now? Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember at one point I said, God, if you're going to do this with me, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Those were my words. If you, if you are going to do this with me, I am going to do it. Mm-hmm. Stephen, it was an insta calm. After that, 
it just went along. That's, that's, that no. was the decision like, for yo, you? Exactly. Like, this is what I'm doing. This is how we're going to go. I'm going to pull, you know, put on my big girl panties and get this thing done. Because at that point, mm. like I said, it was a scholarship. So I got some apologizing to go and do. Yeah. Which I did first. Uh-huh. You know, I told them, Mom, thank you very much, but I'm going to have to whatever. That was one of the hardest things. Because I had to tell the school. <sighs> I had to tell the embassy. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It, well, I'm telling you. But the thing is, then, were, you, were you scheduled to go that year? Is, yes, yes. Yes, yes. I told you I was in Gomo. But wait, but see, like packing. Like packing and, and, and like I was, I like my footwork. Your footwork my, my foot was already, I'm yeah, telling you. On the plane. Mm-hmm. And the, my sister was in time and just waiting for me mm-hmm. at that point. So I had her mm-hmm. to go to, to and explain. Yeah. You know, she was actually telling me, you know what, girl, come still. You come know? still? Uh, yeah, but, but she was saying, come still. And I was like, I have no idea what this pregnancy is going to do to me, for uh-huh. me. And I, I feel more comfortable being, being home, home. yeah, than to go to a foreign land. near her dad yeah. and handle this thing. So I, I won't do it. Mm. You know, and that, that again, too, was a tough decision. Was tough. I could of imagine. And All of these are tough decisions. I'm telling you. And um, I did it. <laughs> I did it. And I remember, right? Um, my birth plan went nothing like anticipated. You know, you're there and you're home and you're practicing pushing. I know I'm the only one home practicing pushing. There's a class. The Americans in the class. I didn't know, right? Oh, uh-huh. But I home practicing how pushing gonna go. But my birth, did, my birth it did not go anything at all like that. I was not dilating. That baby was just lodged in there, not moving, going nowhere. Oh, so they had no. to make a decision. So it was a cesarean section, Same. you know? And... Uh, I opted for the, 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 well, I took the option that they just give me the spinal tap so I could be awake oh, okay. while all of it going on. No, I think about it. I was probably crazy. Oh, right? my God. You still <laughs> felt it? No, no. Like, yeah, like yeah. from here, up, come down, numb. So I was numb, but I was alert. Uh-huh. And I was there. My fear was not waking up. Oh, after it was done. I, I feared them putting me to sleep and not waking up. So mm. I, so that's why I took that option. And at the end of the day, I still don't regret it because when they took her out, mm-hmm. they put her over on my side. And let me tell you, it, <laughs> yo, she was one of the most beautiful things I ever saw. I know every parent that said that, but trust me, mine Even was, them with ugly children. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, my baby was gorgeous. Trust me. And Sakili. she was, honestly. And then... um. So after that, mm-hmm. I had to, I had to become, you know what? A matter of fact, it wasn't even after that. Stephen, after the whole clouds thing and me talking to God, I started to do a journal. Okay. My daughter doesn't even know that I have this journal. I'm going to present it to her one day, but I immediately. She's not going to listen to this. Yeah, I, I immediately. No, you know what? She's going to listen to this. She, <laughs> <laughs> I immediately began writing to her. Mm-hmm. So I would have the date and I would have how much weak she, she is and what we did today and what happened today. Mm-hmm. From the moment when I started to feel a cake and she was responsive to my most depressing and down times, times uh-huh. and everything. I, I just wrote it all and mm-hmm. she's going to see it one day. And I remember I was watching a documentary and this girl, um, this, this movie, 15 and Pregnant, and the girl actually died. So I, like, she's going to read all of this one day because I was telling her at that moment, I said, baby girl... Um, statistics say that one in five probably won't survive birth, but I want you to know that even now you are worth it. 
you know. Wow. So she's gonna be. Trust me, I poured my heart. Yo. Listen, I poured my heart into that journal. Let me tell you. But so, who gave you the idea for that? Like, how did you? It just. That was I, something. I, I think I was clearing the room because I was preparing for her, and I had um one of those. You know those books that I get on, at the beginning of every year with the calendar and yes. the date. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I found that, and I just started writing. So you, then, wrote, you wrote in that? Yeah, I just started. So it's there in that book at home, and I just started writing. And it was something that I, I kept doing. Even, a matter of fact, even up until... I wrote in it last September, Gandhi. So she has a whole series of things to read. So wait, so you, what you've done... Made. Have, have you so what you did you 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 continually bought date books? No, it's the same book. How Remember, it's fit? the same book. Come on, you know how much pages in that book? But ain't one a day, ain't one page a day. No, no, I would not write a day. Mm -mm. I wasn't writing a day. I would write like I wrote faster while I was pregnant, but then uh -huh. as she go, I would go like I write in years. Oh, it seems oh, I write oh. in years. So for you know. For, one year old, two year old, two year old. So that's oh. how it has. That is how it has been. And I would tell yeah. her what she's into at that point and what is she doing. But I want to tell you something. Mm. I made so many promises to that child inside that journal, and, I, and because you see, you you get pregnant and you get pregnant at the point where you don't even know direction mm -hmm. and you're trying to find direction. And I made her so many promises. I said, baby girl. Your mommy gonna go to school. I don't know how we're gonna do it yet, but we're gonna get there. I need to be making money because I want the best for you. I want this for you and that for you. I wanna mm -hmm. get a home. I wanna but Stephen, every single thing that I wrote to that child, mm -hmm. we got. You did it? Everything. Wow. So this is when so you wasn't talking jokingly about the, the perspective then. You literally no. you understand me? Set goals I, for your child and just achieve them. Every single one. Every single one. And Stevie, I, I'm not one that would go to church every Sunday. I don't. I have entertained different churches. I've been to, you name it, I've been there. And they never hold me. I think the way my mind is and the way I think, I, I'm looking for something so much more. Mm -hmm. When I begin to ask questions, you I, I stump a lot usually? of people. Yeah, and maybe, you know, Maybe they find my questions inappropriate. Maybe they find my questions, you know, not of the world. Of the cloth. Exactly. And it's not of the... Mm. I've been to churches where people in there fighting, Steve. I've been to churches where... Listen, so I just, I bought all that. So I'm going to say here now that I'm not a churchgoer, but mm. nobody more spiritual than I am. I believe that there is something higher than so many of us because at that point somebody had to have been listening to mm -hmm. me because i truly didn't do it alone mm -hmm. yeah i felt it, it you know the feeling you don't get when you do something good yeah yeah mm. how, how to describe that you don't just ah. get this thing inside you feel so warm and good you're not there when you do something by the place and your of course it does right? it does it hinders you so so stephen is good mm -hmm. and there's bad and that's how i live that's how you live. That's how I live. I don't want anybody telling me on Sundays, do this, do that. There's good, Stephen, and there's bad. So you are, you are, don't, you are motivated by conscience then. Your conscience is, you are guys specific. That's how you live. Yep, I have to feel it. Mm. I'll tell you this. I, I mean, I, I've been an avid churchgoer from since I was um, zero years old. Right? I remember. Um, and I've been going to the same church. And I, I've experienced 
you know, very you know, heartbreaking, heart-wrenching things at the church I go to. And I, um, at this point, I think it's not that my faith is wavering with it. Um, I think what happens is I have thoughts and I've always been an inquisitive person. And what my mother would do is usually she would be like, you know, Stephen, that's not, you know, that's not appropriate. You don't, you, you don't ask that, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll use the blanket statement, um, that's how God did it. Uh, right. Uh, right. You know, uh, there's another, there's other blanket statements that I think I think a lot. Uh, they call it religious dogma, right? Mm-hmm. Where you would say the Bible is the Bible can never be wrong because God is never wrong. You know what I mean? So it's like right. that's a blanket statement. It it covers so much answers that it gives you no answers whatsoever. Hmm. And that's something that. Plays on my again. I'm a thinker. I, I can't help it. I don't know. It may know if if I don't know either. I don't know why I'm like this, but I'm like this. I question everything, and I also question motives. Like people, somebody coming to me and said, "God, tell me something." I am not the first person to jump up and say, "Sure, He did." Of course. Yeah. I'm the kind of person who's like, really. Mm-hmm. So like, um, how God tell you this? Me not get nothing. Me not get this. God ain't. <laughs> me remember God ever saying nothing. So I, I can't remember for me. I, I don't know. Mm. This don't make no sense to me. Yeah. And people get upset. So I could understand when you say you, you use your conscience. I'm not judging you by it. I do believe there's a higher calling just like you. I mm. feel like human beings are connected, and we are yeah. connected to everything. Like it's not just like. I'm connected to you because I talk to you. Mm. I think there's spiritual energy that connects us together. And if that life force, that life force to me is God. And I, I mean, as a photographer, I would tell you the most spiritual, I have two spiritual, two consistently spiritual experiences that I go through on a regular basis. And one spiritual thing that I go through a lot is whenever I talk to somebody and they get, they, anytime I have a conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. it's always my journey to try to connect with them and understand if their life force, even if they're not good people. Mm-hmm. I think there's always a lot to learn. So I experience God through people, no matter where they come yep. from. Even yep. if they're atheists, I still communicate and, exactly. and get at. Um, and the second time is when I go up into the hills. When you go up into the hills or into like a forest ah. and take pictures or something, even mm-hmm. if I don't, just go by myself, and mm-hmm. I am mad in the middle of just nature and hearing birds chirp and hearing a babbling brook. I, I really sound like a poet now. No, right? no, like no. A Trust me, I, I'm here and I'm just picturing it myself because you know it's the same feeling. You just like, feel. You just feel, and you just. It's like you just you 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 know for sure that you're both the smallest entity and the largest entity ever. Mm-hmm. And both of those things happen at the same time. You don't feel alone because you're connected, but yet you know you are not the only thing that exists, so you are, again, you're small. So it's both mm-hmm. modesty and prayer. It's weird. I, I don't know how to explain it. Trust me. And, um, and, and you see, <laughs> that's me and you, right? But a lot of people, they, they just oppose. Yeah, of see? course. And then there are those Because it's that non-conventional. You, you... Okay, like you said, you see, you see how you said you grew up and you are avid church goer. Of course. Mm-hmm. So there are those, and then you try to explain your way of thinking to these avid church goers, and they watch you like you're one of the worst things. But then yet you're gonna tell me God is love and we are love, but then you come at me with um this, this harshness, yeah. this so coarseness. Then, so then you ain't making sense to me. Mm-hmm. You, you, it, it creates a cognitive dissonance. And I think mm. it's the second time, second interview in a row, I think I've talked about this, where what you are saying 
and how you are acting or what you are presenting to me does not are conflicts. Yeah. The messages are conflicting messages. Yeah. You can't tell me that you love me, but at first sight, the first thing you think about me is not to help me. First thing you think about is to condemn. Like, yes. it cannot be love if that's the first thing that you think. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody comes with an, a, a viewpoint, and, and God forbid, I've, and I've been on this show and had to sit down and listen to viewpoints that I don't agree with at all. I could imagine. Right? And what has got me through it is because my girlfriend does sometimes don't agree with me. I'll be honest with you. But mm. other than that, the practice of trying to understand before you try to cast a judgment is important. Like, yes. I need to understand you. And if I don't understand you, I'm going to ask you questions to see if I could try to understand you. Because if I could understand you, then maybe I might not be so judgmental about what you believe. Maybe what you believe might make absolute sense. Mm-hmm. Do I believe in, in spending all my money? No, <laughs> I don't. But if some, like, I've had somebody on the show recently who talked about living life to the fullest, and that is their philosophy. Mm-hmm. Their philosophy is I could die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of this all of what I've experienced could be the only thing I have with me not my bank account not the amount of money in my bank account just what I have in me is what I have to travel with if that's the case then I will spend all every single year I will go away and I will spend all and you know I didn't agree with that like I don't I still don't attribute that to what my life is because I think I want children right mm-hmm. and I think children might cause you to function a little they you, do I'm gonna ask you this in just a second they but do Living that life on the edge works for that person. Mm-hmm. And it works, it makes them happy. They go and they live like, they go to Trinidad, they go to South America, they go everywhere they could on their dollar. Mm-hmm. They do everything. They, they even plan trips before they, they know for how sure, they're the going. Money from. Be, exactly. Before and they know the money coming right? And it works. They say every time they do it, it has worked. And for all intents and purposes, I have to respect that philosophy. I might not agree with it. I might not attribute it to myself. Exactly. But I have to at least say, okay, you know what? That makes sense. And I think I truly understand you. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting angry. and no, to... no anger necessary. Exactly. But I had to listen to him first. So now, like, we, we, we've now arrived into a part now. I'm going to ask you, like, like, how do you live? I mean, I, 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 I don't want to sound selfish, but I only have to really take care of me and maybe quarter of my girlfriend, maybe quarter. <laughs> and it's just to make sure that, you know, sometimes the dishes them clean. That's uh-huh. long and short. But how does a child change you in terms of your day-to-day? How do you live? In an effort to answer that question, you see, I have to take the child and break it down into series because Let's you, do this. Can't, you can't... Let's do this. How my life would... Okay, I got it was... Mm-hmm. How my life was with a newborn versus my life now with an, a, a nine-year-old. It's yeah. totally different. So, you know, of course, a newborn requires attention. You're trying to learn from them. They can't tell your mommy, this is so. Mm. You know, you, <laughs> they're going to be crying. You wish, right? Exactly. <laughs> I wish newborns could have said, mommy, up. this is I know so. you want food. I got it. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. But, um, and at that point, you, you, it is just them. Mm. They're very demanding up until, like, toddler age, even, like, you know, you got to be changing diapers you gotta be feeding and whatever they are very demanding at that point and i and i want you to know at that point too you can't even do a half-assed job you can't no because they're learning they're becoming themselves between you know birth and age five at least Mm -hmm. so you definitely i would encourage anybody to put in the work 
Yeah, in the because especially ultimately the at the end of the day, I mean, I would hope that everybody wants to raise a wonderful human being. Mm-hmm. It starts as early as that. So it, at that point, it is demanding. But me being a parent to a nine-year-old now mm-hmm. is one of the simplest things because she, she is such a smart little girl. She has her own thoughts and mm-hmm. wants and desires and, you know, no... Okay, I was off on vacation of um, December Gandhi, uh-huh. so you know she's off from school. Mm-hmm. Whereas a time before, I would have been home with her all day, trying to do things that she likes and whatever. Mm-hmm. Sakili was out playing all day with Aliana. I got to try find her to make sure she eat lunch. You know, so uh-huh. it, it like it changed. She's finding self now. Yeah, she's more independent. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just here supporting. Like, like, Wanting my baby. Because Why does it sound like you are raising an 18-year-old girl? Yeah, she's, she's on her own. She does, does her own thing. You know, she, she loves art. Mm-hmm. So she would be painting, coloring, drawing, and she's in her own world. world. Sometimes she'll come and she'll be like, Mommy, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. You know, because she wants my opinion and everything. And even if I feel like you're ugly, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to tell her that. I'm going to say, wow, baby, you know what? I think that color blend is awesome. Have you ever tried, you know, like I tried oh, okay. to encourage her in, you know, in anything, however best I could. So, mm. again, so me being a parent to a nine-year-old right now, my time is, I have so much time. Jesus, I've never heard I have, that. I have time. But then, you see, um, and maybe it stems from what you just and, said. Like, if you put the work in, you teach them the values yeah, early. Exactly. Then and it's and like, that, was the ty- that was the tiring period. Mm-hmm. Because I have to be there. I have to make sure that she gets the lesson. Make sure. And not, and not force it either. Because mm-hmm. I never wanted her to rebel on anything. I would speak to my child even as a baby. Just like how I'm here speaking to you. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? What's okay, because... I have she a gets, lot of questions, by the way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is our routine. We get home from school. She mm-hmm. takes a shower. We, uh, maybe sometimes she eats first, or maybe we do homework first. But during that homework period, mm-hmm. um, that's the time that we're spending in the afternoon. And she values my opinion. She'll get the lesson mm-hmm. sometimes at school from a teacher, but mm-hmm. then... I try to bring it to her in a different way. And she'll be like, Mommy, you'll make a cool teacher, you know. You know, like, <laughs> tell me that, you know, because remember, the teacher would say, A is such. Sometimes I would sing it and I would say, A, uh, 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 uh. This know? is uh, what uh, I love. You know? I'm going to comment later. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, I would give it and she would be like, Mommy, you remember the song, A? And she, and you know, so the lesson has cemented. Said, yes. So you see, it. you have to know your child. Not mm-hmm. everybody's child is going to get that, but mm-hmm. you got to make sure. You know that they get the lesson, however far. You see, if you mind, you remember I tell you just now. If you pay attention during the birth yes, of yes. you'll know the child and yes, you'll you know will. what works. Uh-huh. And um, and it's something so I again, love about you guys. I love like okay. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this for the guys, to the people listening. Right. I'm gonna tell you guys the way that Sahira and Sakili <laughs> function. Like they they do these videos and they think nobody does watch the video, the status <laughs> video of them, but. Me tell her, you know, me watch the video then, right? And the way that these two connect, it's like you're looking at two people who are not just, um, they're not just mother and daughter to me. Like, it's like the two of you function like, she functions like a mini you are like, like, it's like she mm-hmm. looks up to you like a mother, sister. I don't, I don't ever sense the disrespect. 
Um, except that one time where you had her in the back of your car and I think she was mad at something. And then you were making, you're almost making fun of her with, with the, the status message. Like, you see, when they don't get their own way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, something like that. <laughs> and I'm there and I'm laughing like hell. I don't know if that's cyberbullying, yeah, but I was la- laughing like hell. <laughs> and I'm like, even when you guys, when you guys are happy and especially when you are like mm-hmm. communicating with her and you're talking about it, Dahlia, or you're going to a, like a, a, a breakfast date mm-hmm. or something. And I'm like, I wish to God that mm-hmm. I had a parent that I was that connected with. It's not to say that... I see, that's the thing. It's not to say I wasn't connected to my parents, but we didn't, we didn't share that sort of I intimacy. I was about to say that because... Okay, for my mom, mm-hmm. I'm the third. And for my dad, I'm his first. But I grew up... I lived with my mother. Mm-hmm. So I'm, she was a factory worker. She goes to work sometimes... She leaves before I, I think I, I'm ready for school. So that's seven. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to see her like, gosh, she's going to work overtime. So I'm not going to see her again until seven. That's so it's like, hours. I never, re- yeah, it's like. And then she tired, mommy man. She would come just, home and she Exactly. Exhausted. So the exist, I, I did not have that. Mm-hmm. So it's like all of that played a part in the development that I want for my daughter because mm-hmm. I knew what I would have liked. Yeah. And I tried to do that. I am. I am a hella serious parent. As much fun as you see me and Sankili having, there's a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. If the tone of my voice changes, mm-hmm. uh, I give the look. Mm-hmm. She knows yeah. how to conduct herself. Yeah. And uh, I, Stephen, like I said, I'm, I'm so... I studied youth development, and I think that has a lot to do it with how I interact with my with child. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm not a perfect parent, Stevie. Especially... What are those? Uh... What, what are, me what not are, being a perfect what are, parent? No, what are, what what is a perfect parent? Oh, with, exactly. You that know, like like those who feel like um, like yeah, I give my child this big chain. I love my child. Them things. I give my child, you know, secondary. Um, the Jordan boots that they want. So yeah, I'm a good parent. You we know, could branch off into a long conversation <gasps> about commercialism and parenting. Tell but me okay. about it. But you know, but the, the in society, like society views that. Like if you go now and you look at the the cases down at the courthouse where the mother saying, yo, he don't look after the child. Somebody going to cuss and say, she lie. He does look after the mm-hmm. child. But what have you seen him? Oh, you see him by the Jordan boots? Or you see him post the guitar? Yeah, but dying Or you see him, you understand dying me? I, I, I always so- say like, I don't, like, I mean, it's easy for me to say and I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be one-sided about this, but I'm going to say this. The one thing I, I, not, I'm not gonna say jealous, but the one thing I like about you and your daughter um, is that you guys connect. Like there's a there's a legit connection between both of you, especially in the happy moments. There's a legit connection. When I was growing up, I had I had a lot of fear for my father, and by all means, I'm not gonna bash him because he grew up different to how of I grew course. up. He home wasn't. Yes. I mean, he had just some abusive situations there. He had to learn to be tough. He was the youngest. He didn't, you know. It's a lot mm. of that that pushed, he pushed him to be the way he is. And I think he really tried. And I saw him grow while I was growing. The way he does treat my sister ain't nowhere close to home. <laughs> yeah, I used to, I used to get, I used to get, right? But, but beside that, I think he really made an effort. And my mom made a serious effort, right? Mm. Sadly enough, I think I only connected to them um, when I became an adult. And even not just 18, I talking about like when I became a real adult in St. Kitts Adult, like 25. Mm. Um, that's when I really started to connect to my mom because I started to trust her. Like I started mm. to tell her things and I realized, okay, she wouldn't go back and tell me father because my father. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so she could keep a secret and he created a trust and I started trusting. I was like, yeah. and then eventually I started talking about relationships and so But again, I'm at mm-hmm. that time, I'm not like I'm not like Sakili playing with ties. I'm like a I'm a grown adult now. Yep. I'm working, I have relationships. Man, I want so, that little girl to talk to me so so much. What are you gonna do when she so starts talking like, to you? You see, that's the thing. Um mm. I am never gonna be one day forcing her to do it. I want to build that level of comfort and trust right now. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, as soon as you play, oh, what I tell you, she gonna make ten this year. She gonna make so ten. In, so in three years, ten. Sa- in three years, Sakili is a teenager, mm-hmm. and I remember me as being a teenager. a teenager. I had to learn everything on the outside. Mm. I had big sisters, yes, and I had more mom. But I sheltered but you. Yeah, it was like it wasn't any discussion. I, I did listen. There was no discussion at home about what what would happen to my body during a period that, you know, oh, what to expect. Uh, there was no discussion about boys. Boys was just a no-no. All they instilled in your head was, don't. yo, don't play boys. Hey, lefty. Yo, you know, yeah. like, don't let me see nobody, you know. F, you know, and Licks, that was it. Blues. And there was someone, and I wish, I really, really Somebody. wish that it was explained. Because had it been explained, I would not have had to go to my friend to learn this piece, uh, go through this experience to learn that piece, mm-hmm. my child ha- would have a direct... Link to the information. To, to all of that information. And if anything, my training has given me is mm-hmm. like proper um, forums mm. to put each information out so that, you know, it, it penetrates. It's easy. Hey. I don't know what that child is going to go to become, but I'm going to promise you that whatever I can do at this point when she's still developing self, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm willing. We grew up at, and the thing is, I'm going to, let's talk about, let's go back in the past a little bit, because we're going to talk about some generational stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when my father was growing up, they didn't have any conversations about no sex. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Sex was like a surprise so you, for them. So, you know, of course, my mother and my father f- um, fit into that category too. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Same, same generation. No mm-hmm. talk about... The only mm-hmm. time they would talk about sex is with their friends. No, I can't imagine how detrimental it would be that there's not even family life at the school level. Like, I'm not saying family life is, is particularly... Um, I'm going to put this by... I'm trying to be careful. Who cares? I don't think that family life for me was progressive. I think family life for me was a waste of time. We, like, had, we uh, had family life though, but with a teacher, they didn't teach me nothing. They didn't really teach me I nothing. And the te- teacher was afraid to talk about sex at all. And that's why we really come in there to talk about it, yeah. to be honest with you. But we, we didn't really want to talk about that. You know, mm. We talk about the body in a very itemized way. Listen. Like, this is your breath. You're gonna get you're gonna get some hair on your on your on your on your penis. Yeah. Like what is this? That's <laughs> like, like what are you t- like what are you telling me? That's nothing. This is nothing. Tell me what happens. Tell me what I'm what do I, I do when I wake up in the morning? I have no idea what is going on with my body. Tell me that. Exactly. Exactly. Tell, it's uncomfortable, but tell me, my man, tell you, come tell me in family life class about positions. Mm-hmm. Darling, no. Well, even, I <laughs> no, mean, CV. no, okay, maybe no. that's a little too much. That's no. a little too fast. Man, tell but, you, tell me about them things, but Lord God, my body is about to change and I'm curious as hell. At least help me there. And what is that the, the question? I remember asking questions. This is this happened to me for real, for real. I was in. <laughs> I laugh at you. Like you laugh. It's like I laugh at you. You laugh. You okay, laugh. Okay. Family laugh. I remember you had a time in family life. Um, I think it was in. Fifth farm or fourth farm? I can't remember which farm. But 
I was the one, I, I probably was, you know, the most inquisitive child in there. I had questions, they didn't have answers. It was a bad, it was a bad relationship. And I remember the teacher one time, one day, I was particularly rowdy, probably. I was like, how come we don't talk about, you know, that? And the teacher was like, okay, class, um, we've heard what Stephen had to say and his frustrations. Let's all gather around him. We are going to pray. <laughs> and they legit formed a circular ring around my desk uh -huh. and proceeded to pray for me. Like, <gasps> like it was like... I'm like, what? They did but I that. go to church every every <laughs> Sunday. Like, why do I have to be oh church God. here? Like, why can't we just talk about <laughs> what I want to talk about? I mean, we say that, but... but again, I want to tell you my embarrassing... Oh, God, hit me. God, I may not be alone here. I God, you thank you so much for bringing Sahira here, Man, ladies Stevie, and gentlemen. Okay, so we were in third form, uh -huh. and uh, like I said, we got changing bodies and... You know, we're learning. We're learning. I can't be learning nothing on the outside. This is it. Uh. So the talk of sex came up. And it so happened that we had a teacher that at least was down to earth. Uh -huh. That uh -huh. whatever questions. Yeah, whatever questions we had, uh -huh. she was willing to help us, you know, and talk. So, man, I had a question there. And I was like, ask it. And I whispered it in my friend. And she said, no, me not ask that. Me ask that I said, but I want to know. Like, I, I just wanna know mm -hmm. so she said miss david can you please just be open stevie i had to swallow because you know it's like yo i'm asking this out loud in front of everybody mm -hmm. i said um miss so-and-so if if you swallow sperms can you get pregnant listen <laughs> listen <laughs> Dude. stevie i was steven like you were she, asking of the limitations. So, oh, she's so lost. Did she like, what? She said, okay, sweetie. Okay, sweetie. Sweetie, no. It does not work like that. And you know, so... so and just, everybody so laugh just, after what? you. So yes, just everybody laugh. to show laugh. you, it was like, I had no clue. All them Christians I had, had no clue, right? And just down the hall, I had people who were pregnant. You know, third five. Yeah, so it's like... They're so advanced, like how they know would walk these things and it's true. we are too, uh -huh. you know. So I was man. So I had at least that. I, I was late to knowing <laughs> some things. I don't think a third farmer knew. Well, no, a third farmer I had I to did, have known. I, didn't I had to know have these known. Things. I had to have known. But the thing is, again, how the and, and talking generationally and looking at the verses, right? Because we have to look at the verses. <laughs> Our parents did not have the internet. We didn't have the internet either at a certain time. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have phones either. Until I got to Fifth Farm. Left Fifth Farm. Ah, when I phone. left Fifth Farm, my dad gave me a phone. Because I did. I think I did well in CXC. Mm. And that's the only reason he would have given me the phone. To be honest. My father was like, yeah, don't phones be no came dance. when I was in Fourth Farm. Yeah, yeah about that. And mm. you're about a year, a year maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah younger. Um, so... That's when phones came out. So we didn't have... And even when we had phones, we didn't have the internet. Like, it was text messaging and exactly, calls. And yeah. we used to use up our mother money. You got to tap up. You got to tap up. You got to beg for And I remember it was the cards. It was the... Scratch it off. Exactly. And, and them kids, they ain't know about that. <laughs> no. They ain't about them struggles. <laughs> when you find a card and you're like, I hope what? this person ain't use it yet. Hmm, they don't scratch off, but you don't put it in your phone. They, desperate. They know. They know how we go. Mm. You're begging for card, you know? Anyway, um... That was inappropriate, um, <laughs> especially for this conversation. But in comparison, they didn't have, our parents didn't have that. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so That's I could true. only imagine that they never spoke to their parents about sex at any point in time, Man, even I when they're done pregnant. And they done had sex. Like mm-hmm. the parents ain't talking about, hey, no, come talk to me about nonsense. You know, you see what you're gonna do? Yep. Like as if like yep. what they're doing is something not instrumental in them being in existence, right? Mm-hmm. So I could understand how our parents wouldn't want to talk about mm-hmm. sex. And for all intents and purposes, my mother did a good job of that. My mother, by the time I was brave enough to kind of talk to her like i was about maybe 15 16 maybe Mm -hmm. 17 i wouldn't expect my mother who kind of she had a a, i wouldn't say a rough childhood but she had a childhood that was uh, sort of i wouldn't say the parents were 100 percent there Mm-hmm. For my mom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they went through some situations and, and, and it's not that they were divorced or anything, but just like relocation and so on. She just, she was kind of void of that kind of parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was, she's open enough, I guess, maybe she, she's in the health field, she's a nurse, and maybe she noticed that, hey, look, without information, people just make bad decisions usually, course, right? That's they default, the thing, that is the They default thing. on bad decisions. So we are now in a situation where our generation is facing a, a shift. We are the ones who experienced the shift, not these young ones. They mm-hmm. didn't experience no, no mm-hmm. shift. Mm-hmm. We experienced the shift between not having much information to having an unlimited amount of information. Sakili, come up. Sakili is exposed to the internet. She's exposed to Google. Yep. She's exposed to everything that the world has to offer, both good and bad. Listen, let me tell you something. I, I know I can't shield her from everything, right? But... We were watching a movie one time. And of course, we, we, we're new to this thing. I don't know what the movie would entail. And mm. then he had a scene where, you know, they the, the started making love, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, watching snap. her from the corner, the corner of my eye to see, like, how is she going to react? Is she going to ask me something or whatever? Mm-hmm. Sakili just took her eyes off the screen. Mm-hmm. Looked down, waited until she assumed the feeling, and then looked back up. And I like, I was just there in the moment, right? And she just casually continued watching the film. And like at that point, I like, yo, what? She knew what it was. Yeah, she like she it, knew yeah. it wasn't. She knew what it was. She knew what they were doing. I'm like, damn, you're not like so, man. It is. And she never so asked. <clears throat> So, so the child is aware. So that is what I'm trying to tell you. I don't know How? what preschool is like these days. My preschool what they're is a jungle. What kindergarten they're discussing. I know kids Children. come from different homes with different things. And like of you course. said, they have access to everything. 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 So it's like, man. That's it. And, and you know, there's a, there's a panel discussion that I want to have. On this show specifically, mm-hmm. that's going to talk about that specific thing. When mm-hmm. is a good time to, to introduce, not even talk about, I mean, we're talking more on a, a sexuality, raising children sort of level, but I want to know technology-wise, child development-wise, when is a good time to introduce your child to a cell phone? Oh. When is a good time to introduce your child to even the vastness of the internet? Because, you know, of course, there are like, there are programs that you could put on a laptop that would limit your child from having, yeah. you know, full access. And they got access. their own YouTube now, kids Exactly, and parental so-so. controls, yes. you could limit. Yes. It. So, with all of that in place, when is a good time to say, hey, Sakili, here's a cell phone, use it responsibly. 
Okay. Her father and I, um, well, what, what, what happened? We moved her from her school. Mm-hmm. We knew she was always going to go to Sandy Point, but she was so small. We wanted her to be close because we both worked in Bastia. Mm-hmm. So um, at the start of grade two, we moved her to the Sandy Point Primary. So at this point, she is um, some distance away from us, mm-hmm. and we needed to make sure that she was okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, we would talk through the teacher, but there, are, there were afternoons when I would recognize, like, yo, I need to find her. Mm-hmm. I need to know if we are, where am I staying. Am I staying down here? Is she... Up by grandma need to know at what yeah. point so her cell phone became necessary. Mm-hmm. So her dad and I discussed it and then what we did, the cell phones now we can do um so much things with them. We of could course. set it on we want, we could say um did we got access to this and stuff. So that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We programmed in mommy, daddy, mm-hmm. grandpa, grandma, mm-hmm. you know, the basics. Mm-hmm. So she would have it, hook it to her school bag and that. That was was um, the, so my daughter had a cell phone at the age of seven, mm-hmm. but it was the use of the cell phone. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a locking out for me. The most that child would be doing is snapping photos because mm-hmm. I would see her and her friends got the googly eyes on the face. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, like the features yeah, yeah, yeah. and so on. Uh-huh. So, but the I would monitor. Reality. Mm-hmm. I would monitor. I did not just put her cell phone in my seven-year-old hand and just left it. Mm-hmm. To her, I would monitor. I want to see what she's viewing because her things are tied to mine. And it would be like that until mm-hmm. um, she gets to the point where I, I, I can't. I have to let her be mm-hmm. and I, I can't. She I has have to, to let to her go. Exactly. It's like so, motherhood, is the, it's like motherhood is the only thing that you train them to leave you. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's that's heartbreaking. So, <laughs> so when is a right time to give a, a child? And a matter of fact, right now and in this day and age, I want to tell you that you, can't, you may know how long you're gonna survive a toddler who ain't got a tablet in front of them. Because, that's the thing. Yeah, and you know they could do more or less the same thing. So one is too early to man. Is a it, question, right? It yeah, because I believe that you could give them at whatever point they could understand what it is they're viewing, but you have to be there. Mm. You have to make sure that you are, you are aware and you are alert, and you know, you pay attention to what they're being exposed to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to present you two arguments. Mm-hmm. I'm going to present you two arguments, and, and one of them is, is, is for that and one of them is against. Now, I'm going to, let me be the most realistic first. We don't work more hours now than we than the human race has, has probably has, has ever worked, right? Um, and when I say that, I'm not saying that we, we work harder than the human race has ever worked because things have gotten much easier. I mean, you used to have to have a farm. You understand? That mm. was the level of your... Headwater. Headwater. Yeah, man. We come eat down your tree and you ain't got nothing to eat for yeah. a few days. Them kind of level. We ain't in that. Mm. We ain't in the age of convenience. But in terms of the amount of hours, depending on what you're doing, a career you're doing, you could be working 20 hours a day. That you could true. literally, I mean, one friend of mine, she lives in, in, in the States and she says, inside her office, there are bedrooms. Hmm. No, it's not like, no, no, it's not no medical office. You know? This is a normal financial and, and investment corporation. They have places for you to sleep. You could legit be there for the whole week. You understand? Okay. That's how they function. Yeah. Um, but back to the point. We work a lot of hours. Am I, am I trying to tell parents that, hey, don't give your child a tablet so they could pass the time away while you have to be doing a hundred different things? Yeah. I cannot in all good graces say that that's the only... That I'm going to criticize them to that degree. I can't. Mm-hmm. But what I'll say is this. 
in terms of fundamental, and this is the other side of the argument, the fundamental um, the, the, the attributes toward creativity and having a child that, that grows up um, healthy, mentally, and everything. Giving them a tablet at a young age could be detrimental to their mental health. It, it closes them off from the real world. It doesn't that. teach them the necessary skills it takes to socialize in an environment with other people. <laughs> and anybody, any child that you see like gravitate to a, a tablet at too young, the one thing that happens is they become socially awkward they become introverted almost by necessity because mm. playing this game doesn't need any, anybody else. Mm. We, I did an episode earlier, and sorry to like, reference it, but I'm going to reference it because it, makes, it just makes a lot of sense. Latoya Rose, she said, we learn to be human beings from the playground. We learn to be human beings from play. Socialization. Yes, we People learn that. Forget that part. We forget it. We mm. forget it because and everybody lives crucial. a little close off. Everybody close off. Everybody exclusive. It is crucial. But it is absolutely fundamental mm. for a child to play with other children. Mm-hmm. You like you. It is. It is almost you. You're giving your child a disadvantage by having them not participate in any social scenario mm-hmm. with other children. They have to. As much as you risk them picking up bad traits, you risk them becoming rude at some point. Maybe this is where parenting comes in and you're going to redirect them. And I so was just about to say that, Stephen, because you see we have different types of parents out here. One of the things the minister asked me once is what I think needs to be done and I introduced um, a national parenting strategy. Mm. I showed him that of Scotland and these people adamant that, yo, you're going to do a good job, you know, with this child, you know. Yeah. Well, why, why can't we be the same? Why can't we be adamant that, yo, I know he's your child. But I know you were up the hospital. I know he's you. He come out there. But listen, here's what we want for him and here's what you need to do. However we can help you, we will. Mm-hmm. But you ain't going to fail him. Mm. That's what Scotland doing right now. Why, why aren't we? Why can't we? But then the thing is, this, this, the repercussions of this... I'm wondering, why isn't it not like a priority? The repercussions, like, you could think, suppose we have a national parenting strategy. I hope this is in the works, by the way, and I'm being very honest. I'm hoping, God, she's smiling, that means not really, okay. No, 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 it, it, it has been a discussion because okay. when, we, when we would sit on panels and we discuss everything that is wrong mm. and, you know, crime, um, um, the, the high cases of HIV and et cetera, and et cetera, and et cetera. Man, you could name all the things. Listen, you got to start building good parents. You yeah. have to. Yeah, it's they true. You have to do the job. And again, Stephen, I told you, it is tiring. It is very tiring. I've lived it. I've done it. It is exhausting. But in the end, like I said, if we only develop the mentality, yo, you know what? I want to develop, I want to, to bring forth a, a good citizen productive here, citizen. productive citizen, somebody, Lord, that ain't a waste. You got people existing and they are content with being a nothing. Mm. How could you come through life just being content with being a nothing? nothing? And when I say that being a nothing is you choosing not to be anything other than just you know mediocre average exactly i'm saying i go to work i have no mission in life nothing just you don't want to give socially you don't want to i mean and that is fine 
You don't want to achieve anything, no, no goals. No, nothing. You don't want to do nothing. You just want to be a sloth and you just want to do this thing. Lay straight. Exactly. And Never achieve those it. people you can't fall, them is how is how they will be. Ultimately, Stephen, it is the parenting and it needs help. I'm going to give I you am, a situation. I'm going to give you a situation. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know what you think about it. Father and mother, married, raised three children. Yeah. Um, the first one, um, very, very ambitious. Mm -hmm. um, let's call it, let's say him. Let's say, say he's a boy. Mm -hmm. So he's very ambitious, has his own business, does whatever he has to do. Mm -hmm. The second one is way more intellectually profound. They, they wanted to go to college. They're still in university. At this point, the first one is 20. The second one is 18. Okay. And the last one is, 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 is No. I'd say the last one is 18, the first one is 25, the, the second one is 20, 20 years old. Okay. The 18 year old has no apparent goals. The 20 year old is, you know, very much into being intellectual, going to college and all that. The, the, old, the eldest one, the 25 year old, the, that person is, you know, a business owner. I've seen this, this is an actual scenario I'm giving you. Gotcha. The first one and the second one, I think, had to go through the appearance, uh, more or less being a little rough with them. I've seen this yeah. over and over. D that means I don't even have to continue. No, you don't have is to it because that, I've seen it. Is it that, the, do you, what is the problem? Is the Listen. problem entitlement? Is the, what is the problem, Sahida? What is it that the last person, the, the, I don't want to say the spoiled one, but usually it ends up being the baby of the family, the one mm -hmm. who benefits from everybody's mm -hmm. hard work. Who is that one always seeming Man. to be the least ambitious? Okay, here's what I think. You, the, okay, mommy and daddy, first baby. You're curious. You don't know what you're doing. You're paying more attention. You're paying mm. more attention because, yo, you, you mean you want to be a good parent and this is how it's going to go. Baby number two comes shortly after. Like, you know, the, the first one is two years old and bam, you're getting into this one mm. and you're like, you're raising both of them together. So at least there's that togetherness mm -hmm. and, you know, everybody is going. So some of what you would teach baby A, baby B is getting the same benefit because they're going together and yes. you're paying attention and, you know, you're alert, you you know, they get disciplined together, they go together. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you... you Pause of four years, then this one Bam. come. Next one. That time you already got two big ones. We're independent and doing what I want. That is like a Sakili now. Oh. Into, yeah, mm -hmm. into their own, could move whatever. So you know what you do? You say, listen, go see what your brother doing. That you like, you pass, you know? You're passing true. it on, you know? That's the problem. You're passing it on. You're saying, yo, give your brother um, a thing for me, please. It, it no longer is yeah, you and daddy. Guess who looking after the little one? The uh, next little the two, one. Exactly. The two, the the two ones. slightly older ones. Man, and that's the problem. Next thing mm. you go ahead, you, you, you know, you get frustrated with your little brother, you hit him upside the head, he ball, he go to mommy. Boy, we hit the boy for. Mm. You know, and it begins. You, man. And the cycle, and, and you see the cycle, cycle there, you see the cycle there because it's a cycle. you're telling them to be that child's parent standing mm -hmm. standing mm -hmm. parent but then when that when that child disciplines his his junior is a problem it, his younger sibling mm -hmm. the younger sibling could always supersede that older sibling and go to the mother and say mommy hit me ah. and then the mother like how oh, you hit the child from? Bap, don't hit the child again stop hit my child you see and that is the cycle mm. that's the problem steven is so the tension. The, no, no, so that child grows up more or less without any consequences. Because yeah, that's the 
Nasty child. <laughs> nasty fit child. So you don't be never think about this just so you know. But I'm, I mean, I'm maybe I'm coming here with a youth perspective, but that is it. Honestly. I've had so many scenarios during I tell you Yui, I would have called this is me putting out a little call here. If anybody is interested in um a Korean youth development work that uh, that um, program down at the, the University of the West Indies, man, it is so inclusive of everything, even things that you you ain't even begin to fathom, they explore for you. Because you know? so like I said, even psychology. when I when I mentioned the national parenting strategy to the minister, it was because I was asked a question. Mm. Uh, in a particular course, and I'm like, yo, these things exist. Mm-hmm. Like, people actually, like, care about, you know? Because mm-hmm. you this hobby culture be down here, I mean, you know, you... still got me shocked. Yeah. Yeah, because it, I never thought of it like that, always. Wow. I never thought of it like that. Like, yeah, man, I, you, you know, the, the big no, so you have help. So, you know, you, you, you lay back a little, cause you can't help now, so... Because I even said in my parents, the, the thing is, my, my mother never did that. Um, my sister isn't, she's not, she's not entitled. She's not an entitled child. That's good. And your parents stuck with their they, job, they, right? Yeah, they did. They, 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 they stuck they, with they, their they job. My mother actively raised my, I didn't have to raise my, 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 my sister. My sister looked up, she saw us as brothers, not like, I don't think she saw us like, Substitute, like a substitute no, parent. I wasn't a substitute. substitute I don't bang my sister yet. <laughs> I've never, you know, it's funny. I've never hit her. Hmm. I mean, me and my father, me, me and my brother used to fight. Yeah, then that's But we close, like, we're like two years apart. So, like, we used to fight. But mm. me and my sister come up like 12 years after me. Oh, hear that. Yeah, that's a baby. Yeah, that. I ain't gonna fight. <laughs> me and you ain't even talking about the same things, which is mm. funny because children pick up so much. My sister matured extremely quickly, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. By the time she was 13 years old, my sister was already talking to me about big, not, not sex, but like, Big people situation. She's involved. Me, my father, my, and my family in general. My father, my mother, my brother, and my mother. We are very opinionated people. We have, we have, um, we have our own thoughts, and we share our thoughts together. We, if there's a family meeting, we share our thoughts, and 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 they, it could be abrasive, but we're telling you how we feel. They say make no goddamn sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But my sister, what she, benefited, what she benefited from is that all of our perspectives is not like she was censored from some of it. So a lot of it she heard. Okay. Like if I would criticize something, I said, this ain't make any sense. This person doing this. My sister heard that. So mm-hmm. like imagine at 13, 14 years old, she's mm-hmm. already in high school. My sister coming back and talking to me about philosophy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my sister talking to me about, like, mm-hmm. Stephen, I don't like this music because, but I'm breaking it down. I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, because oh. she was taught. She, exactly. Mm-hmm. She, she benefited from exactly. the knowledge. But mm-hmm. you know what we feel like is that we keep restarting the wheel. Like, and when I say restarting the wheel, we're starting from scratch all the time. Maybe it's, it's more of a, I want to say it's a black problem, mm-hmm. but let me not be so, so, so race dependent on it. We keep restarting. You, your father and mother learned something. Mm-hmm. They don't train you because you're the youngest, right? Mm-hmm. You get children. You don't train them because you're going to have the youngest, right? You're going to have a younger one or you might have a younger one. Or you don't have anything to pass on, right? So now this child has to come up and learn everything. One, learn it from outside, pick up this, pick up that, pick up that, and put it together. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas there's no benefit from a hereditary knowledge. There's no wisdom that's passed down, which in every other culture, this cannot exist. If a Chinese man got a store, his children working... Let me not say Chinese man. If a Chinese entrepreneur has Mm. a store, his child works in the store because his child has to benefit from the knowledge and the hard work of the previous generation. When he comes up, he might open up another store. Mm -hmm. And he has now two stores. Hereditary, like, and, and I hear him. His children now will learn to manage two stores. Mm. His child comes up, the business keeps going, three stores, four stores, a conglomerate of stores. Mm. And this person coming up now is now benefiting from all of the mistakes. They don't have to do the same thing. This did not work, so don't try it. This ain't gonna work here, bam, bam, bam. And they also have the perspective of a younger class teaching the older class what is going on now. Yep. Where, where do we do this? We don't do it. That's the problem. When, like, we reach 18 and we move out because we're big now. We don't do it and that's make the, the problem. Make the same mistake right? that we parents make. Mm-hmm. Because that, you see, what you just said, make the same parent, um, mistake your parents make. I, I see families and I could point out a couple of them in my community mm. where everybody was at least pregnant by 13. Craziness. And it, it, continues it continues it continues i mean like wow that ain't a legacy that's that's the thing you gotta build a mindset like you know i want to leave this legacy this is how you know it's gonna be Mm -hmm. it starts it's it i must say it should start when we start to develop self Mm. not not young self like adult self because at that point you could um you would have a focus. Mm-hmm. You would have a focus. You would have a thought. And that thought would drive you towards this and this and this. You know, everything that you set for yourself. Sure. So it actually begins at that point, you know, mm. at the actualization of self. Mm-hmm. You see, earlier you said, but then some of you us want don't children. Even go to that. You said you want children. Mm, I do. You want children, you want whatever and whatever. Well, maybe this... a child. Let's, let's, okay. start. let's start with ah. one. We want start Let with me one. say that to guys. If Miss Miss Listener wanted to know that is a ah, Stephen said. Right? I don't tell her one. Ah. She wanted five. I said, I said <laughs> hey, I will her down to three and then now we at no, one. Now we at a ah. Ah. There we go. So, <laughs> You, at this point, I'm pretty certain because you, I've known you over the years, Stevie, and you have grown from, Lord, where that little place in Princess Street used to work again. Uh, Lord, that's I forget Brisbane the name. Productions. Bam. Mm-hmm. And you have gotten so far. You know, I, I, I see you. So. Yeah, no, you have, <laughs> and I'm so, I'm so happy for Feel you, Stephen. Feel like this market from virtual stuff. Yeah, yeah, and uh, oh yeah, you sing in group and so yeah. and so. Oh yeah, we forget it all back then. Oh, all right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, w- I see you putting your little camera and starting there in your son's hand. You know, I, I, I see you. I see him coming around. Daddy, what's this for? You remember you were teaching me what, what this thing <laughs> papa here, stopper, guys. Um, exactly next to my mouth was. And, you know, it begins there, Stephen. And, and, and you, you see, when we're planning, mm. and in my case, I, I wasn't planning. Remember, I wasn't planning. Yeah, yeah. You, remember, you I, remember, I didn't know where I was going. And you're still doing an amazing job. I, this is oh, crazy. I did not know where I was going. I, I was winging it, and I was reading and trying. Mm. And... Uh, we have to put thought into the future. Yes, you mentioned your friend who says, yo, I'm living for now. Yeah. I'm spending money for now or whatever. And like you say, it works for him. But 
You gotta think ahead. <laughs> me, that's what I'm saying. Again, <laughs> let me let me clarify again. Yeah. I don't. That's not the way I live. Like well, my my perception is, I I'm I'm more of a planter tree guy. Mm. Like this seed that mm. I have. Okay, this I'll plant this seed. I can't get away from it. This seed that I she's laughing, guys. So it means <laughs> it means that she's thinking. Okay. Okay. So this seed I have, I'm mm-hmm. going to plant it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the next three years, I might not reap a single fruit, but mm-hmm. I planted the tree. Yeah. Who will benefit from this? Maybe not me. Exactly. But the next generation has to benefit and, and from it. And that is how we have to start thinking. Like the little things we do. No, the little things we do have such major repercussions. We don't ever think about it. It's mm-hmm. like, I am going to drop a single pebble, pebble in, this hum- in this humongous puddle of water mm-hmm. or this lake. And for me, dropping the pedal, my pe- pebble, I say pedal. <laughs> and I'm pebbles. And you're pebbles. <laughs> I'm going to drop a pebble mm-hmm. into this water. And whereas the water might be stagnant, the ripple effects will go on further than I could see. Yep. It might not take me a lot to drop this pebble. Mm-hmm. It might not take much energy at all. But again, the whole lake will feel it. That's how I think about life. And that's the way... It- Listen, and that's what I think about. I have left relationships because. <laughs> been enough. Tell I, me, I, I want to hear why. Listen, uh-huh. I was with this dude, mm-hmm. and uh, I have always been like a well. Okay, I take it back. Since Akili, I've been you know uh-huh. driven. Go go go! I know what I'm doing. Like every year. Mm-hmm. I don't start January with a resolution. I would just say, yo, you know what I want the next year? Mm. Man, I'm going to renovate my house. Mm-hmm. You know, bam, you know what I want the next year? Man, I'm going to go on a cruise. I, I don't just, a, yeah, I don't just a, do a that. Mental vision, vision I don't just uh-huh. do that. Uh-huh. And that's going to be that. Because from, you, you know, we get 12 months. Yes, we do. And I at least have to do something with the 12 months. As you ain't living. No, it's the 12 like, months like, of work. Exactly. Set something. Mm-hmm. It could be small and all. And, and you work towards it. So, that is how I would have, you know, always been. And I would go to him and I would like, be your babes. Such and such is the plan, you know, and that's the future, you know. And he would be like, yeah, you know, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, like, unenthused? Like, yeah, and it's like, he really ain't about a business for you because he ain't really trying to think ahead. He's there, he's, he's here, mm-hmm. and now, and content. Not me. I want to throw the pebble yeah, into and see the, the ripple. water, right? And see, see the, the ripple, ripple next year. See the ripple next year. That's me. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't stay with it with somebody that just wanted to, you know, to remain there. I feel at that point like I was wasting yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the future for me? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was wasting myself. So that's one of the things. And while we're on that, you see, the thing is, you want to that when you're making these children, mm-hmm. you at least make them with sensible people let me By say it so. let me let me say it say, it, so. say it however wisdom. you want to like, say it, but it is wisdom like, like yo i say if it's wisdom. one thing you need to do for yourself is not let a doppy inside your vagina if you if you see is a doppy because Please say it one more listen. could you say it again before you proceed <laughs> no i want I it this no is coming from if a mother Please i am so serious if you see the doppiness in him, darling, do not let him explore your vagina. He gonna dance it. And that is the best way I could possibly say. As, in, as Listen, Ian Tavian said it. People, word. show us exactly who they are. 
They don't hide. Darling, you say he not take care of his child and wherever. Hello, sweetie, he was not showing you. You right. weren't paying attention. He take care of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you're want, you weren't paying attention, honey. You thought like all oh, the baby would have been like, yeah, happy family. Not and he going to pull up. But no, darling. People show us exactly who they are. And people always think they're the, the, the exemption to the rule. You ever realize no, that? Why? Like, men and women. It's not just women. Men, mental. Yeah, of course. Mental. Of course, of it's course. like, this girl has these tendencies, mm. and and but she loves me, so it's going to be different. I Stop think... Stop it. This is what I think. In, in me, I'm not saying people can't change, and I believe people could change, but this is what they're I those. think. People, like, in order for me to believe that somebody has changed, I believe the first thing I have to do is realize that there's a problem. And mm-hmm. if you're talking to somebody and they're saying they don't have a problem, it means they're not even... They're not even they're oblivious to the fact that this is a this is an issue. They're mm. not fixing something mm. that is not an issue. People fix things that need fixing. The second thing, time. Unfortunately, you gotta work out if if this person truly has changed, you gotta give them time mm-hmm. and expect always expect for the habit to return or revive at some point. It might be just a resurgence for a short period of time, mm-hmm. but. Prepare yourself. If you cannot deal with a man cheating on, if a man cheating on you all the time, all the time, and he tell you, okay, I got a problem with cheating. If you suggest to him, let's go and get therapy, and he don't want to do it, it's not a big enough problem. If you suggest to him that, hey, look, you got a problem, what are you going to do about him? And he has no way to change, but to say, I'm going to change. That is arbitrary. Human yeah. beings that don't want to with them. They, no they get to the point where they start making excuses yes. for these kind of yes. things. I mean, come on. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. Time, it needs time. It, and the person actually wants to change. Nobody could change nobody for nobody. If people could have changed people, a lot of parents would not hold their head the way they don't hold their head. No. And it's, and it's, and it's too much. And they, they raise you from since you're small and they can't change you. So who is me? Who meet you when you're done big? <laughs> I can't change nobody, and I don't work out. I cannot exactly. change nobody. So, so, so let's go again. You got to know who, who you're, you're letting inside your life. You, you, who, you got to know who and you're making And in your vagina. <laughs> Stevie. Well, you because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's only as far as I know. Even when they're transgendering, mm-hmm. as far as I know, <laughs> the only way to get a baby. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, God, maybe in ignorance, they're going to come up with some test tube baby tomorrow and me don't know about that. But the only way I know how to get children is to have a woman's vagina. That's mm-hmm. the only way I know. So, like, the only way to give birth is to be conceived or to be implanted or whatever. To yeah. have a vagina. Man. So, be careful about you who to. you're letting. You gotta be picky. Into, you gotta be very picky. <laughs> you, you gotta, gotta be, picky. be picky. Like, man, like, there's a women in the farm style and this and that and mm, they're playing tush and stuff. Like, play them stosh. Play stosh. And here's stush the thing. Stosh up more. Can I got some doppy baby about it? At some point, well, right? Doppy, okay. Doppy in farm. some cases, we know too that, okay, relationships, they, they, they don't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to understand that if a child is there in the middle, hey, yo, in, in, in the two are you know, that little thing that you create, I mean, you got to work on that. You got to make sure, oh, not because both of you aren't together, it excludes you from your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is so, usually the so case again, of trying to hate that culture. So again, that is why I have to say you have to be, Lord, you have to know who you're making these little humans with. You that that even if your shit hits the fan, like, yo, we definitely can't work, 
but I know you're going to work with me for what mm-hmm. we created. And mm-hmm. that's one of the beautiful things. And that's what I have. And I, I'm, I am thankful. I am thankful every day for who I made people. mine with. Honestly. They didn't lay because, in Because <laughs> it would have been a different, <laughs> it could have been a totally different ball game. You know, it's people, funny. You, sorry, you know what people like to do? Mm. You see, she's about to be 10. Yo, when you get the next one? Next yo, one? Yeah. Yo, when you get the next one? <laughs> Honey bun. Honey bun. This in 1965. Bun. Let me tell you, at this point, remember my first one, I don't know how she just happened. And I had to deal with it. But let me tell you something. Not again. <laughs> Not again. Ain't happening. I would definitely love to be with whole lot God. This person got to be a lot on my list. Like I got to be ticking off and like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, bye, yeah. And, 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 and happens, so. I don't know. I, I, you see, the thing is. When it comes to sexuality, or not sexuality, but when it comes to the sexes, and I'm going to make this point. You probably would agree, maybe not agree, but there are points in time when you have to focus on what is immediately in front of you. I've gone through points in my life, especially in business, or even personally, where I've had to drop thinking, like drop the long-term thinking and deal with a short-term issue. Mm-hmm. I've, had to, I've had to do that. Um, even lately, I've had to like, hey, look, this is the reality of the now. Mm-hmm. I have lots of goals in the future, but I have to deal with what's happening. Right now, this needs my urgent attention, and I have to kind of yeah, put this on pause for now and really focus on what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not against that. What I am against is perpetually, <laughs> perpetually only thinking about what is immediately in front of you. There are certain things that as a man, as, as a, I'm going to talk as a man because I'm a man. As a man, you have to do to prepare yourself for whatever future you want, which means you actually have to want a future. You actually have to want something. Man, it could be something that nobody agree with, but just want something, have something. Because women, women, especially nowadays, I'm not so sure if, now let me ask you nowadays, our generation is different now because we are now the, the adults that we used to see when we were in primary school and high mm-hmm. school. We are now, do, and it's scary to think that we are, I can't imagine myself being that. But anyway, still, we are now the adults here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we no longer could like lean on, well, daddy and mommy and take care of it. We mm-hmm. got to lean on, how, what am I going to really be doing out here? And oh, when yeah. people come and ask me, Things like when you get the first one, I had to give them, I had to give them a false date if I like them. I say, man, you know, maybe next two, three years, you know. Um, but for me, I have a plan. It might not work. It might work. But children, I'm not gonna bring children into a situation that is not. Uh, I'm not gonna try to bring a child into a situation that is not optimum for what I want my child to experience. I do yeah. not want. If if I could help it, and God, please let me help it. I don't want to bring a child into a situation where. They have to risk living in a situation where they don't have me around all the time. I want my child with me because I think I could impart certain things that I fell on to my child. When I see them exhibiting certain behaviors, I want to be there to self to correct that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't want to do it like me, like my parents did it because they did the best that they could do. But I think we got more knowledge now. We got we access do. to everything. Of course. Like, if I want to be the parent of the year, there's probably a YouTube video that could show me a few. <laughs> how to be the parent of the year. But just saying, like, 
I don't want to, I have a goal. I don't want to bring my child into a specific situation. I, I cannot be with them. That's one, mm-hmm. that's one, my, one, one of my priorities. The other thing is, I don't want to be with somebody, as you said, don't lay in a, 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 a fall, you know, don't lay in a doppy man in your vagina. Bye. I don't want my penis to be in no, no doppy vagina neither. Because, yeah, like, a woman could destroy your child. You know? Like, I am saying, oh my God, destroy Steven? them. Listen, one of the worst things I've witnessed was uh, this girl, mm-hmm. whatever argument she had with the child father, Friday afternoon traffic, she put that child in the middle of the road. See a child. What? Yo, Stephen. To do to prove what? Stephen, listen, right? <laughs> Let me adjust my microphone. So, so we definitely here. gotta fix what it is we say. So nobody go put your penis in a dopey vagina till you understand me because they exist. They exist. She put that child in the middle of the road like that child was nothing. Like that child named me, not I said for the afternoon traffic, you know, you hear what I say? So she, she so explain it, so she dragged the child yeah. in the middle of the road and left it? Yeah, she was there talking to the father, whatever disagreement they had, the father was walking away. Mm. Apparently, like, maybe like she was saying, like, can you take the child or whatever? Mm. She went in the road, put the child in the road and walked away. So the father turned around immediately, turned around, ran, grabbed the child. And I was like, just what in disbelief. The hell? I was on the bench on the other side and I was in disbelief. Wow. I've never even looked at her the same. Totally, totally lost my respect. Like, but then, is, is this same thing I'm saying? Like, me and my brother had a conversation the other day about something very similar. We were talking about toxic parents. Mm, and he, he was, you know, my brother is extremely conservative. I love him because he's the most dependable guy in the whole world. I love him with everything, but I'm much more liberal. That's how we came out. That's how we are. Joseph and Hyacinth, they raised two different children. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Um, my sister is like a... A mix? No, she's more like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, he, he was talking about the need to have um, mothers and fathers be together and in the same home. Again, he, he's very, very conventional. And I told him, but Taj, what if, right, one of these parents is toxic to the child? What if one of these parents mm-hmm. is poisoning... This child's chances of being a good human being. Would mm-hmm. you still think that both of these people should stay together? Because I don't know if we're open to it. Maybe we are. Divorce is a real thing. And I think sometimes yeah. the, 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 the prospect of staying in a relationship for the child versus this is a toxic situation that we're exposing to this child every day. They, even us looking good together is yes. not benefiting my offspring. That is why. Why I would left. you choose? That is why I, I left. I left because my daughter would have grown up in an environment where mommy and daddy is back and forth arguing. Mm. That's where we spent like a lot of time. Well, that is what we spend a lot of time doing. Mm. How healthy would that have been for her? And she's learning how relationships exactly. work. Exactly. To you, you know and what, him. You know what's important. There's this young man right now, and he's just saying all of these things. You see, we touched on legacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We touched on that the other day, and it was so important. But you know, one of the things he said, the child has to see me love you. Mm. Man, the, ch- the child deep. has to see, see me, me love you. Love you. And he was so right. Because you, I, I have had friends that I grew up with, 
They had the mommy and the daddy environment that I always long for because I always long for it. You know, you know, mm. it used to mess with me mentally that, that. that um, you know, you would get like a report sheet or a letter to go home mm-hmm. and my mother's name was the only one and I mine. Mean, yeah. And some you know, you know, that you. bothered me. Wow. Uh, yeah, because I would say, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Wana, mm. and so on, so on. So even as a child, Hello. seeing my mother's name alone on my paper was mentally damaging. So then yeah. I grew up with the parents, with the kids who had the two parents in their home. You know, they had something like, yo, I wanted, I want this. But mm. then they ain't talking to one another. They're always cussing back and forth and... You know, I had this friend one night. Mm. The the parents got so physical that they just walked out of the house and left. And it was like one of them left. Know? One of them no, left. no, the child, the child just oh, the just child just walk out the house. I can't take this. Uh-huh. <clears throat> walk out the house and left. And you know, he showed up on my doorstep. You know, that time my mother was, you know, my mother has always been understanding. I love the woman. She got such a beautiful soul. Mm-hmm. So imagine this boy coming here on my landing, just knocking on me door. And she like, you know, she wasn't them pure. We're going to make nice. She make sure that she monitored the two of us sitting there on the landing. But she, you know, she would ha- allow me. Of course. More mm-hmm. freedom. And he would be there crying. Rest on his head on my shoulder. And after it, he said, yo, you're going to go home and like just try to deal with this thing. Mm-hmm. He said, but yo, he said, peps, they're getting worse, you know? Jesus, man. And he go up in that. So he's like, if you feel these children ain't paying attention to you, they're watching and you they're every watching move anything. because they're learning. And one of the worst things to do is have a child grow up in them kind of environment because my friend right now, the one that was there crying, he doesn't even know how to have a proper relationship. That's the thing. He doesn't. No. He it, doesn't. At this point, right, he is like, oh. And the thing is, it's not his fault. This is the thing. This is what gets me. It's not his fault, but it's his responsibility to fix it. I'm going to say this. You understand? It's his responsibility yeah, to fix it. He, but, he's lost. But we can't do this, man. He's, we can't do this. Like, mm. I, I would much rather you guys split, find somebody who could show love to you. I'm telling you. And have that love be the, the environment that a child grows up. Because the child understands it. I love to love from watching my parents love. I don't mm-hmm. know any other way. Mm-hmm. I don't know any other way. My father is a very he he could be very firm, but he could also be very affectionate. And my mother could be very very she's the absolute biggest heart that I know, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think my girlfriend getting close. She getting real close. She getting <laughs> real close. And if she she stay if she listening she and she cues yeah, I think she 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 made it. She made it. She made it. She made it. Right? But um but in just um, in terms of a of a and I I watch them I watch how they coordinate. I watch them even how they fight. Say that? Yeah, say I watch that? them how they fight because mm-hmm. they did they did have arguments. It wasn't mm-hmm. no perfect thing. And it gave me a realistic interpretation of what a relationship is versus somebody else who might have seen their parents together, never seen them argue and wondering if the first argument mean we can't be together. Yeah. That was yeah, one thing yeah. that I think I had to get over. My girlfriend, I mean, I'm going to be a little personal. My girlfriend and I, we we have we come from slightly different homes, but they're similar. Okay. When I say slightly different, the way her parents coordinate their relationship is that they don't, they, they sh- you know, they, they don't like argue and that kind of thing. They mm-hmm. coordinate a lot. They cooperate a lot. They, they do that. That's the, that's the environment that they present to their kids, right? My parents were much more real. It's like if things weren't going good, one time my father stopped talking to my mother for like three days because she, she got rid of a puppy that he, my, he loves. He loves dogs. Uh-oh. And I understood him. I understood why. But 
When I have an argument with her, when I in and when I'm in disagreement with my girlfriend, what happens is I am like, this is temporary. That's what my mind says. This is temporary. I might not agree with you, but that doesn't mean that I love you any less. It doesn't mean that I have any less affection for you. It doesn't mean that I don't want this to work. It's just that right now, this hump that we at, we at an impasse. We are none of us willing to yield. That's my that's my issue. Like none of us willing to yield. Her perception might be a little, was a little different early on. Her perception was, if we're fighting all the time, maybe this ain't really supposed to be working out. You understand? Know mm. And by all I means, I couldn't fault the perception because if, when I got deeper to understanding how she grew up, this wasn't something that she saw. Like, she didn't see anybody fighting with anybody. So, so her perception of a relationship is that everything... Go, not now. God forbid that they don't mm-hmm. break out, we don't pass mm-hmm. that. But at first, that was what she thought. It was that... More or less, if we fight more than once, then this year ain't really the same look like you're working. And of course, you love somebody, and I think I love that enough to try to like correct that. It's like, babe, that's not how it works at all. Mm -hmm. Like, me probably took you some time too. It it did, it wasn't no simple thing, exactly. It took it takes time, and it's exactly. But the thing is, what I found is you work with people where they are. You don't try to get people to be where you are because that's not where... They, that is a failing endeavor. But try your best mm-hmm. with them. Show them a different way. Yeah. Ask them if it makes sense. If they're willing to work, you work with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what we do. But being in... I cannot imagine being in a, a different home where, like, there's argument all the, all the, all the, all the, all the time yeah. and being able to function in a relationship because you ne- when, when that happens, it's like, what is your love language like when you're not happy? You understand? You, mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to, it's something, you just default on arguing. You default on raising your voice. You default on, and depending on the level of aggression, you default on being violent. Yeah. I always tell people like, men and women have sometimes talked two different languages when they argue. A woman breaks it to, like most women, I found, break it down, Sahira. They mm-hmm. break it right down. Their logic is profound i don't know when women stop being like the emotional messes that they used to be mm-hmm. but the ones i find my god them the correct essay <laughs> from like you did this so that's mm-hmm. why i did this and you see whenever you do this this can always be the result Stephen. this can always be what happened Stephen. but yeah you did that uh-huh i listened to you but what about this so how mm-hmm. would you feel if I, like i'm like did you okay. study for this? Oh. Did you study? Women, like, I don't know. Maybe it's some kind of cataclysmic sort of forum that you guys had together. No, and no, no. Woman power does happen at some point. Some you point. know, because it went from Barbara, clear the bush. And Barbara said, okay, Charles. Okay, you know? Charles. Exactly. No, to, man. To, why should I clear the bush, Charles? No, exactly. You're the one with the match yet. Okay. You should go and clear the okay. bush, Charles. I, when, you know what we're going to do? We're going to cut the bush together. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to increase our efficiency by two for 200%. How could you disagree with that, Charles? Woman and Charles, they're like, but, but, but I told you to go, go and, and cut the bush. Happened. She's like, yes, but don't I make sense? <laughs> you know, and I'm here as a man. And, and, and to complete the point, it's like men, and, and, and this is something that, that I've seen, men who can't communicate and articulate well mm-hmm. will always have a lack in the tool set to defend themselves in a relationship or to even communicate how they feel in a relationship. Man. And, and this is a, a serious problem. That's the problem a lot. So it's like, you know, I, I've heard a woman say, and we've all heard this, 
if he don't beat me, he don't love me. Mm. And and the thing is, as much as it's easy to judge somebody like that, mm-hmm. think about where this is coming from. Mm-hmm. Think about the, the, the complete um, disorder that we're dealing with here. We're dealing with a woman who grew up either A, in a house, or was in relationships where if the man didn't beat her, right, it wasn't, a, it wasn't, it wasn't like he, that's, that's, that's him not caring. Mm-hmm. When he beat her, and then he said, I love you still. You, you just, just gave me vex, so I love you still. You got to learn to do as. Yeah. You she just sees it as a current, a normal way of discipline. Yeah, and she, remember after they don't get their legs, they just buy you them nice things. Exactly. Though, so, you know? mm-hmm. so it's like this confusion of, 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 um, of, of intent. It's like you're beating me, and then you treat me nice. Yeah. So I could expect after I don't get it beaten, I'm going to get treated nice, and I'm going to have the best part of my relationship. Yeah, it's sad. A lot of times, you see, they, they, they be, so children, they become a product of the environment. They do. Too, so you know. They do. And that's where they learn how to love. Mm. So I could only imagine that your friend, he will have mm. a rough time because I don't know if he will possess the tool set necessary. At this point, because we have grown so much. <laughs> he's 30, he's 30, 33 mm-hmm. at this point, And it's like... Developing and the tool set, like I don't know, if I wish the ever. best for him. Me too, me too. And I don't think there's it's ever too late to like to, to learn because he, he still because that that's the thing, you know, because he still looks to the future hopeful. Oh, you know, he knows he knows he wants the wife, he wants the child, mm-hmm. but every every step towards getting yeah, there, he, he sabotages he, it. Like, but then you see the thing is it might not just be his his tool set it, it might also be he has a problem with self-sabotage which some of us yeah. have we get scared and men have a problem with admitting they're scared we have a problem with being vulnerable mm-hmm. we have a we have a problem um women are taught to be vulnerable i don't know why it is that society is so unfair when it comes to how they distribute these these emotional and mental they tools, do. They do. very very, I don't like they it. Do. Like men need more tools. I need they we need do. to teach boys, little boys, more tools. Why you ain't gonna dance theater that, for young boys? Not man, discipline, nothing. I would do my son justice, man. If I had a son, well, you don't have to. Man, if. man say you know you got the tools to you got it. To, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have somebody that like I tell you I got yeah, a, a list and yeah it ain't happening it ain't happening until, until it happened just so how I want it for real. So you, you would you say you so you don't mind if you don't end up with somebody is that is that a possibility that you're willing to accept? Lo- you see, at this point, no, you're asking a woman who more or less has done everything herself. Mm. And it's like at this point I'm so content. And right now, like okay, right now mm. I'm renovating. I'm getting comfortable. Mm. And uh, you know, if if, if love comes, does, if he comes, he comes, I accept it. Mm. If he doesn't come, the man be content in a bit. You comfortable? Yeah, it's like I'm. I'm. I'm it's not the and uh, as I thought that yo this need to happen. Yo, no, you know. So you're just and, and open. I, I might be a product of my environment too because, yeah, because your mother did mother, the same thing. She just was yo, functioning. Exactly. And I guess I feel like no, I guess I know I could function on my own too. So if you know, income, income. But like I tell you, Mr. Legacy and Mr. <laughs> um 
she has to see me love you is right there and he's doing he's doing a good job oh, he's doing Not good lying. Mm, he's doing he good is. he's doing good it's good to find a good partner he I, I, again good I, I don't think men men and women have such different perspectives that we just mm. benefit from one another when we function in a in a healthy way i think it functions really really good cuz the kind of perspective i get from mine who is doing a fantastic job mm. right now i would give her the highest max. Yeah, and she gonna listen. So you, you got him. Say some more Maybe thing. she Say might not listen. Thing. She might not listen this one. <laughs> she don't listen to the ones when I talk to guys more than she listens ah, when I talk to Ah, I see. Man, man, man mm. over there. Babe, you hear that? Listen to it. Mm. But what I'm saying is, um, like, she's doing an amazing job. Like, I've seen her grow. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think this morning, saw this morning, I was like, um, you know, the woman you were like five years, like three years ago, mm. um, is like I I don't even know if I could recognize who that person is anymore. Okay, so there like, you go. You and see. in a good way, in a great way. Like I mean, she still looks the same. She she nah, she doesn't. She looks better now. But what I'm saying is, she 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 still functions. I could tell his memes. That's memes, you know. Mm-hmm. But the way that she thinks now, mm-hmm. the way that she reasons things out now, I'm not mm-hmm. so sure. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take a little bit of responsibility because. I just think differently. And she maybe like there's a coinciding of ideology when you're with somebody for a long time. It's like almost like when you have an idea, you share it with this person and they sharpen or they dull it. Yeah. So it's either you it's either you guys are gonna um it's either you're gonna continue rolling with this but not be as firm with it, mm-hmm. or you're gonna be super firm with it because you've already discussed it with this person, your person, and it makes sense to both of you. So mm-hmm. which means like Nobody could stop me now. Like, this makes sense to me. Squirrel, not, not saying squirrel, but, but in, 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 proverbially. But I got you. I got it, mm-hmm. right? And we're moving together. So, like, it's not to say if it makes sense for me and her, then it would make sense for her too. So she, 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 she benefits from that ideology. Um, but anyway, that's how that is. I don't know. I don't know. Like, we, we, I think I said we settled here to talk about youths and we end up talking about families so, and so, so on. So many other But things. you know what? That's exactly what this show is. And I I like it for that because you've inspired me. You always inspire me, you know. Like you, you sure all I did yeah. was just say <laughs> what I feel and what I think, you know. Yeah, but you see, that's the thing. It's <laughs> what you think is not what I think. Mm-hmm. And 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 we always like think, okay, if I have these ideas, then everybody probably think we say, hell no, that's not how anything works. Everybody got slightly you different know, perspectives and knowledge. You know. We always think, we take it for granted. Mm. You know, the only people who are boastful about what they do is people who don't have the tool set to realize they need to, to, to be better at it. Like, for example, like mm. somebody think somebody likes to sing but can't sing. But they're uh-huh. always singing. Uh-huh. Always mm. off. Oh, boy. But always singing. Listen. And don't know that they're bad. And listen. You, what's the worst you've heard? The worst I've heard? Um, going to to church uh-huh. and mislead up there. She always wants to be misled and whatever, exactly. but listen, every time she sings, Stephen, it doesn't matter what she, what song it is. Give me a song. Give um, me any song. Lord, I lift your name on high. Okay. Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. What? Like there's a, stop it. Stop it. Stop. I kid you no, not. I cannot. I ki- no, I Stephen. cannot. That I kid you not. Listen, I got people to call. You know, you want to come from this. <laughs> Stephen and I Let's would go to lose the phone line, the phone line, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Listen, what are you saying? And I would lose it. There's an E on top of everything, but let me tell you something. Nobody could tell her she ain't sound good. 
<laughs> and this ain't how it should be. But this so is an see, actual thing. It's a it's scientific head, thing. And it's, it's in her head. And you can't tell her otherwise. It's scientific though. It is scientifically proven. People who are good at what they do <sighs> don't believe hmm. that what they're doing is special. Eh? Okay. Like, if, if you ask me, okay, Stephen, I, I think I'm reasonably okay because people hire me still. Hmm. Um, Stephen, um, are you special? Hell no. That's the thing. I don't <laughs> think so. Not even close. I think. Exactly. When I look at my yeah. own, I'm like, bye. I need to get better at this man, crap. I got like, so oh, much like, further no. to go. It's like, that's the mentality, you know? Yes. Man, I got so much further to go. Yeah. Man, man, Anybody no. could do this. That's <laughs> why you think you're like, like, yeah, man, you could do it. Exactly. And like, you take it for granted. Like, the other day, I was doing a training program, and I love me. I really love my job, you know? I can't, I can't awesome. overstate, you know? Awesome. I love my job. And I was teaching them about lighting and sound. And, I remember going on and on and I talking about lighting you know, and I did my zone. I didn't even realize I would have liked it, right? Like mm -hmm. to teach. And I like, I in my zone. And, I... and the guys at the end, they were like, you know, me, I really think I understand some of you. Said, what do you mean? Man, this is easy. Like, man, I don't get this in no time. Mm -hmm. And I, I trained, I went back around with them and they were like, okay, yeah, I get it now, I get it now, I get it now. Mm -hmm. And I came home and I talked to me girl and I was like, I think I said something to the effect of, I really like this. I think I really like this. But like, Man, if I am underestimating what I'm telling these people, so mm. therefore I overload them with information because I think it's like, this is like, it's not that I think it's easy, so I'm looking down on them, yeah. but it's just that I think it's easy that anybody could learn this. Like, this is nothing special to me. Mm. But I had to, like, I had to gain the perspective that no, it's not so. That's not For how everybody. it is. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta teach, train. If you're training somebody, you gotta take it really slow and take it in very, even if you think that the chunks are too small. Go that way, because mm -hmm. it's much easier to it's much easier to overload somebody than it is to underload them. Mm -hmm. So if I tell you two plus two is four, and we just go through, okay, one, mm -hmm. and one is two, mm -hmm. right? You get her. So how much is this one? If you go that way, mm -hmm. you would almost certainly guarantee that by the, the time you reach to a simple concept, they would understand it. But if you go like, okay, so two plus two is four, right? Yeah. So four plus four is eight, right? Okay. So that's how times work. So exactly. two, two times, <laughs> exactly. two times, yeah, yeah. Two times two is four, two, but four times four is, is, is 60. Mm. You get it, right? You understand? Tal. Uh, what? Man, not even know what one. Exactly. And I've had, uh, you see, I've had that experience too, because I was, Lord member, I tell, Lord men, are women though. Um, at IT <laughs> for a little bit, uh, we, I was the trainer. And something as basic as like putting information in Excel and you know, dragging it down and getting a formula and whatever is like, I had to actually go to the course like I'm talking to babies. Yes, yes, because it takes so many of us longer to grab a concept, you know, I gotta, so that's what I was talking about earlier when I mentioned Sakili. Mm -hmm. She would hear the concept in school, but I would just try to, I know her, mm -hmm. she loves music and, and anything pretty and light, mm. and I would teach her, that's a different way that yeah. I know would stick. stick. You know, it's, it's life that's and parents, learning. That's what parents are for though. It's, it's life and learning, you know? <laughs> and no, you used to be, we, we, guys, we were friends at one point, maybe, uh -huh. yeah, let's, let's not go there. We were friends at one point, uh -huh. and I think you would do good at this. We're going to say two things that are incorrect. Okay. Two things, all right? Um, it could be anything, anything you want, as long as you are sure that it is incorrect. Okay. About myself? About anything. Oh, oh, About oh, anything. okay. Um, okay, let me start. Let me give you an, an example. Let me start. Um, I have the best green thumb that there ever was. 
That is incorrect. I'm, I'm horrible at raising anything. I'm horrible, I'm horrible at growing any plant. Wow. I've never, ever... Wow. <laughs> I've never gotten anything to grow but the peas. Uh-huh. When we used to put it, you know, when we were small, we used to put them on the... the um, the toilet paper with some water and you put the peas on top. Yes. Even that I killed. Wow. Because I, I, I put so, the... So nothing. Nothing. Not, I've never gotten anything to So grow. no life. You... Wow. No, I've never had a child and I've, wow. I've never got anything to grow. So wow. Me having the best green thumb ever is, is incorrect. So you get it? So you have to say something that is incorrect. Okay. So your turn. All right. Um... <laughs> I saw Santa last Christmas um, on my rooftop. Yeah, I, I, I did. Like, like he was just there sitting on my he, rooftop. He like, was, you know, Santa. He, he was he, Jeff Bezos? <sighs> I think Santa is Jeff Bezos. You think so? Yes. Amazon? Amazon is how he does do it now. Mm. Prime shipping. Well, I wonder if he was, I wonder. Anyway, that's incorrect. She did not see Santa Claus. <laughs> Oops, Akili, you're listening. Sorry to ruin your dreams, baby girl. But no, your, your mommy did oh not God. see. And you did not see your mommy kissing Santa. She did either. not. She did Well, not. definitely. Wow, mm-hmm. we could tell. We could tell she... the business, eh? Anyway, let's go. So I have one more. Um, I am pretty sure mm-hmm. that by the end of this year, yeah. we would have gotten 98% of parents to start parenting properly. Wow. Steven, Wow. Wow, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> What's that dark? What's that dark? Oh What's that dark? In- because it's my mission of one. Oh, At the like, end of like, this year? Like, no, you know, you know. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you, uh, yeah. It, it, so incorrect. that was dark. Incorrect. Was yeah, but, it was, it was you know, dark. it is the hope, though. It is the hope. Man, they got to do it's a dark. better job. Man. 98%? That's a lot. Maybe mm. 15. Don't you see? Well, my, my turn now. At the end mm. of this year, we should get a triple salary. Yeah. Suppose that's correct. Hey, oh, the government I, could afford that. I'm putting it out there. The government. Triple. You don't because, realize because when they what, give triple what, salary, what? they give the sub salaries to it. Be, yeah, I know. But here's the thing. Um, how unfair. I look at double salary is if you you see someone's having five five weeks. Mm-hmm. So I view double salary as the month as the month you owe me anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you give me triple. Then we talk Yeah. yeah. That's the bonus. That's the bonus. You got to teach them. You have to. Man, so you know, we could be here all night. Too. I know, but I'm going left your wife. I know, I know, you are. Baby um, girl wanna... probably wondering, like, what we're we going at? We're going to movie at your mommy. Oh, uh, sure. Mm. All right, so, guys, we've been talking to Sahira David. Um, Sahira, thank you so much for being on this show. It um, was a pleasure. This was Objectively Incorrect, and my name is Stephen Smith. Well, if you want to talk, that's just so well in this weird way. <laughs> If you want to, if you want to get the show, we are on um, iTunes. It's objectively incorrect on iTunes. Objectively incorrect on SoundCloud. We have a website www.objectivelyincorrect. We spell incorrect i n c o w r e c k e d, which is incorrect. Get it? Uh-huh. Dot com. And guys, thank you so much for listening. Peace. No gang signs.